Welcome to our daily portion with WIT Ministries. I'm Matt Russell, and I'm the director of WIT Ministries. And at Walking in Truth Ministries, we want to help people to be able to live a more God-centered, God-focused life and uh, in every aspect of their life. So the purpose for this podcast is for us to really strengthen our biblical discipline of reading the Bible. So I'm going to read a scripture every day where I'm going to share a nugget about that scripture. And then I'm going to say a little prayer at the end. And that will be the entirety of our episodes for this podcast. Uh, Please feel free to check us out at walkingintruthministries.org. Or you can also check out our other podcast, which is Living the Wit Life with Walking in Truth Ministries. I hope that this podcast blesses you as much as it blesses me. And uh, let's go ahead and get started with our daily portion. Numbers 1, the census of Israel's warriors. Then the Lord spoke to Moses in the wilderness of Sinai in the tent of meeting on the first of the second month in the second year after they had come out of the land of Egypt, saying, Take a census of all the congregation of the sons of Israel, by their families, by their fathers' households, according to the number of names, every male, head by head, from twenty years old and upward, whoever is able to go out to war in Israel, you and Aaron shall number them by their armies. With you, moreover, there shall be a man of each tribe, each one head of his father's household. These, then, are the names of the men who shall stand with you, of Reuben, Elazar, the son of Shadur, of Simeon, Shalumiel, the son of Zerishadai, of Judah, Nation, the son of Aminadab, of Issachar, Nathanel, the son of Zuar, of Zebulun, Eliab, the son of Helan, of the sons of Joseph, of Ephraim, Elishama, the son of Amihud, of Manasseh, Gamaliel, the son of Padazur, of Benjamin, Abidan, the son of Gideoni, of Dan, Aizer, the son of Amishadai, of Asher, Pagiel, the son of Akron, of Gad, Eliasaph, the son of Duel, of Naphtali, Ahira, the son of Enan. These are they who are called of the congregation, the leaders of their father's tribes. They were the heads of the divisions of Israel. So Moses and Aaron took these men who had been designated by name, and they assembled all the congregation together on the first of the second month. Then they registered by ancestry and their families by their father's households, according to the number of names, from twenty years old and upward, head by head, just as the Lord had commanded Moses. So he numbered them in the wilderness of Sinai. Now the sons of Reuben, Israel's firstborn, their genealogical registration by their families, by their father's households, according to the number of names, head by head, Every male from 20 years old and upward, whoever was able to go out to war, their numbered men of the tribe of Reuben were 46,500. Of the sons of Simeon, their genealogical registration by their families, by their father's households, their numbered men, according to the number of names, head by head. Every male from 20 years old and upward, whoever was able to go out to war, their numbered men of the tribe of Simeon were 59,300. Of the sons of Gad, their genealogical registration by their families, by their father's households, according to the number of names from 20 years old and upward, whoever was able to go out to war, their numbered men of the tribe of Gad 
were 45,650. Of the sons of Judah, their genealogical registration by their families, by their father's households, according to the number of names from 20 years old and upward, whoever was able to go out to war, their numbered men of the tribe of Judah were 74,600. Of the sons of Issachar, their genealogical registration by their families, by their father's households, according to the number of names, from 20 years old and upward, whoever was able to go out to war, their numbered men of the tribe of Issachar were 54,400. Of the sons of Zebulun, their genealogical registration by their families, by their father's households, according to the number of names, from 20 years old and upward, whoever was able to go out to war, their numbered men of the tribe of Zebulun were 57,400. Of the sons of Joseph, namely of the sons of Ephraim, their genealogical registration by their families, by their father's households, according to the number of names from 20 years old and upward, whoever was able to go out to war, their numbered men of the tribe of Ephraim were 40,500. Of the sons of Manasseh, their genealogical registration by their families, by their father's households, according to the number of names from 20 years old and upward, Whoever was able to go out to war, their numbered men of the tribe of Manasseh were 32,200. Of the sons of Benjamin, their genealogical registration by their families, by their father's households, according to the number of names, from 20 years old and upward, whoever was able to go out to war, their numbered men of the tribe of Benjamin were 35,400. Of the sons of Dan, their genealogical registration by their families, by their father's households, according to the number of names, from 20 years old and upward, whoever was able to go out to war, their numbered men of the tribe of Dan were 62,700. Of the sons of Asher, their genealogical registration by their families, by their father's households, according to the number of names, from 20 years old and upward, whoever was able to go out to war, their numbered men of the tribe of Asher were 41,500. Of the sons of Naphtali, their genealogical registration by their families, by their father's households, according to the number of names, from 20 years old and upward, whoever was able to go out to war, their numbered men of the tribe of Naphtali, were 53,400. These are the ones who were numbered, whom Moses and Aaron numbered with the leaders of Israel, 12 men each of whom was of his father's household. So all the numbered men of the sons of Israel by their father's household from 20 years old and upward, whoever was able to go out to war in Israel, even all the numbered men were 603,550. Levites exempted. The Levites, however, were not numbered among them by their father's tribe. For the Lord had spoken to Moses saying, only the tribe of Levi you shall not number, nor shall you take their census among the sons of Israel. But you shall appoint the Levites over the tabernacle of the testimony, and over all its furnishings, and over all that belongs to it. They shall carry the tabernacle and all its furnishings, and they shall take care of it. They shall also camp around the, the tabernacle. So when the tabernacle is to, is to set out, the Levites shall take it down. When the tabernacle encamps, the Levites shall set it up. But the layman who comes near shall be put to death. The sons of Israel shall camp, each man by his own camp, and each man by his own standard, according to their armies. But the Levites shall camp around the tabernacle of the testimony, so that there will be no wrath on the congregation of the sons of Israel. So the Levites shall keep charge of the tabernacle of the testimony. 
Thus the sons of Israel did, according to all which the Lord had commanded Moses, so they did. Many times at the beginning of Numbers, when we start reading it, people just decide that it's just, it's too much redundancy, it's too repetitive, there's just, oh, the census just kind of is a beating for them. But why would it be important for God? Well, I think there's a few things in here. One, it's showing you that God's pretty much set forth that men 20 years and older are able to go to war. Not 18, but 20. And 20 years and older, the ones who are able to go to war, that's what he's, he's wanting to do is he's wanting to count up. I need to know how many men or how many warriors I have. Not how many men who have decided that they would like to join the military, but how many warriors do I have available for me, period. He knew God's plan was to go and to enter into the promised land. And his plan was to go and to get rid of the pagan nations that would rise up against his people. So he needed to know how many he had. Anytime that you're going to go into a situation, you want to count your resources. Period. If you go in not understanding or knowing what you have as a resource or have as resources, <coughs> you're more likely to waste them. So you can build a better plan when you know your resources. Plus, if you recall back, <coughs> the blessing for each family or each child of uh, Israel, he blessed each of them for different duties, like Judah, for one, that's the tribe of the leaders. They are the, the rulers and the leaders. And it's also the largest tribe. And then you had uh, other tribes that were like the Levites who were specifically supposed to take care of um, everything to do with the temple and all the holy convocations and all of those things. So each not only does he find out how many warriors he has total, but he finds out within each of those, the, the ones who were agriculturally minded, the ones who were who were fishermen, the ones who he knew exactly how many men of war he had. That, that's big. But also, God is a God of order. He's extremely organized. And so as we go and we continue to go through <clears throat> the names and the specifics that God has set aside for the census, it's important to pay attention, to pay close attention because you'll read stories of specific people that are mentioned in the genealogy. And if you don't pay attention to the genealogy, you'll miss some big pieces like that Jesus, for one, came from two different tribes, genealogy, one being the tribe of Judah, but also through the tribe of Levites. So he was not only a holy man, 
but he was a leader and a ruler. And if you can go and understand and see God's order, it'll open up so much more for you in scriptures. Father, thank you that you've got such a uh, desire for organization and order. And uh, I just pray that you could help us to understand that, that we would be intentional in what we do in our lives, that we would we would also be able to follow in your example of taking order, of setting order and keeping track of our resources so that we don't waste them. Because as good stewards, we would know everything that we had available to us before we stepped out to do anything. So Father, thank you for all of that. And again, thank you for your love. In Jesus' name, amen. Are you concerned about what the future holds? Are you confident that the retirement plans that you have today will still be secure tomorrow? Let us help you by clearing up the uncertainty. This is Matt Russell, the director of WIT Ministries. Many of us at Walking in Truth Ministries are bivocational, working in our ministry as well as in the financial services industry at WinBig Financial Group. We help people to build a tax-free and risk-free retirement. Give me a call at 817-903-2575 to support our ministry and to secure your family's financial future. Again, call today at 817-903-2575. Thank you and God bless. Thank you for joining us today, and I hope that uh, that blesses you, either as an individual or uh, with you and your other loved ones. Uh, maybe this is uh, something that you're utilizing to to spend with your family, uh, some time around God's Word, and uh, of course, that is great. I love that, and I'd love to hear how uh, the Daily Portion podcast is blessing you. If you would, just go to our website at walkingintruthministries.org. And um, go on there and just drop us a little note about uh, this podcast or one of our other podcasts, or even just check out the events that we have available. Uh, But again, thank you very much and look forward to seeing you again tomorrow as we dig into our daily portion with WIT Ministries. God bless.